Hello everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Shemaine Amin. Along with bringing you updates and critical events happening around the world, we are also fortunate to have the chance to dial in our local ELA lawyers that practice on the ground in these jurisdictions and are working daily to help their local clients move through these difficult times. On the program, we span the globe and have received updates on critical issues from ELA members in each region. Today, we're going to be chatting with two of our members in Nigeria. We are delighted to be joined by Jomoke Lambo, a partner at Udo Udoma and Bello Osage, and Peter Edopai, an associate at Udo Udoma and Bello Osage. Today, Jumoke and Peter will be discussing vaccinations, a hot topic currently, given the chart and the path that the pandemic has taken, and employment safeguards for the gradual reopening of the workplace. Welcome to the program, Jumoke and Peter. How are you both doing today? Great, Shemaine. Nice to be here. Great, Shemaine. Thanks for having me. Wonderful. It's a pleasure to have you both with us. So I guess to kick us off, Jumoke, I'm going to turn to you for the first question. Can you shed some light on what the current position of Nigerian jurisprudence is on employers making it mandatory or compulsory for employees to take the COVID-19 vaccination? Yes, of course. Thanks, Shemaine. Really, in Nigeria at the moment, there are no laws or government directives which currently make taking the COVID-19 vaccination mandatory. So a Nigerian employer can therefore not legally make it a mandatory condition that its employees must take the vaccination before they return to the workplace. Where, however, though, there is a contractual obligation to this effect. So you have it in your contract of employment, you have it in employee handbook, you have it in a collective bargaining agreement where the employees are unionized, then an employer can seek to enforce those contractual obligations and request that employees be vaccinated before they return to work. Where the contract of employment contains those provisions, what it does is it provides the process for how you would handle health situations such as a pandemic. So those give the employer the right to call on such provisions in a situation like this that we're facing. And those kind of contractual terms will be recognized and the intentions of the parties honored by the Nigerian courts. In the absence of such a provision in an employment document, an employer is not able to compel its employees to take the vaccine. To do so would be considered to be a unilateral amendment of the terms of the contract of employment, which is not permitted under Nigerian law. There are a plethora of cases where Nigerian courts have held that a party to an agreement is not at liberty to unilaterally vary the terms of an agreement and any such attempt it will be held to be illegal, null, and void. I mean, one case out of the several is Unity Bank versus um, Olatunji, where the Court of Appeal, our, an appellate court in Nigeria, held that same, I mean, exactly what I said, that to try to change the terms of a contract without mutual agreement of both parties is illegal. What this means, therefore, is that in order for an employer to be able to require its employees to take the COVID vaccine as a mandatory requirement to returning to the workplace, it must be able to rely on existing contractual rights or it will need to amend by mutual agreement the terms of the contract of employment 
or other documents which the parties have agreed would be read together with and form a part of their contract of employment. We sort of see that there will be some challenges with employers trying to insist on the mandatory vaccination. One thing that we see is that even if there has been an amendment by mutual agreement, an employee still can bring a case against an employer claiming that the his consent or her consent was not really given and it was given under duress. So this, that's one of it, another challenge. A second challenge and, and is that Nigeria is a country that has over 210 million people. We are not a vaccine producing nation. We rely on the vaccines being brought in. And at the moment we have received 4 million doses of the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine. It's a two dose vaccine. So that means really we've only received vaccinations for 2 million people in a population of over 210. So that's another challenge that we see employers would have in trying to compel employees to take the vaccine before returning to work. And it's likely that a court will say it's unreasonable for an employer to make that request. In conclusion, I mean, each case will have to be decided on its facts, of course. And at the moment, we are not aware of any case law jurisprudence on this issue. Thanks, Jumake. So assuming that the employer and the employee go through a mutual consultation process and agree to amend the terms of employment such that the vaccine then becomes a contractual obligation that the employee has agreed to, would the refusal by an employee to take the vaccine be a valid ground for termination or other disciplinary sanctions in Nigeria? And are there any cases where the courts have made pronouncements on such issues? Peter, perhaps I'll turn to you for this one. Okay, Shemin, thank you very much. My general response would be no, an employee's contract cannot be terminated because he or she refused to take the COVID-19 vaccine. We believe, however, that there could be peculiar circumstances where an employment relationship is frustrated due to the failure of an employee to get vaccinated. For instance, where the job description of an employee requires overseas travel on a daily basis, and the airline, for instance, insists on passengers taking the COVID-19 vaccine before boarding, or even where the jurisdiction the employee is traveling to has laws that make taking the vaccine compulsory. This means that the employee will be unable to perform his or her job function due to no fault of the employer. Now, in such circumstances, it will be impracticable really for the employer to continue to retain such an employee and the termination of the employment would be justifiable in this regard. We have heard of the recent case in Austin, where based on the nature of the work done by an employee, a federal judge heard that the Methodist hospital would compel an employee to take the COVID-19 vaccine. And this resulted in termination and of course resignation of over 150 employees of the hospital. We do not really have any similar precedents in Nigeria, and we believe that each case will be determined on its own merits with a court based on the nature of the work the employee does, and of course, the risk he or she poses to the safety of the workplace and the clients of the business would of course be considered. An employer may, however, prevent workers from going to certain work locations on the ground that they have not been vaccinated for COVID-19. 
Now, if this is a provision of the employee's contract of employment, otherwise this could be considered to amount to discrimination in the workplace and may also be held to be an unfair labor practice by the Nigerian courts. This is particularly as there is no legislation or government directive in Nigeria that makes taking the COVID-19 vaccination compulsory. However, we must add that under Nigerian law, employers are able to terminate the contract of employment of employees on the ground that their services are no longer required without having to state a reason for the termination. Now, this is based on the common law position that an employer may terminate the employment contract with or without stating a reason. So basically, the employer need not state a reason before terminating the employment relationship. So this has always been the position adopted by the Nigerian courts, even up to the Supreme Court in many cases. And the reason is, is basically on the premise that an employee cannot be forced on an unwilling employer and vice versa. However, recently, the National Industrial Court of Nigeria, which is the court with jurisdiction to hear and determine labor and employment related matters, has in a few cases taken the position that an employer is required to provide a reason for terminating an employment contract. This is in line, according to the court, in line with international best practices, which the NIC has the jurisdiction to apply under the Nigerian constitution. Now, these decisions of the NIC requiring employers to give reasons for terminating an employment contract are yet to be tested on appeal at the Court of Appeal. So in Nigeria, the Court of Appeal is the final arbiter when it comes to labor and employment matters. That notwithstanding, till date, even many judges of the NIC have continued to uphold the same common law position that an employment relationship may be terminated with or without reason. However, we are not aware of any pending litigation before the Nigerian courts on this issue. We think that it would be very interesting to see how the Nigerian courts will determine such questions whenever they arise. Thanks, Peter. That's very interesting. And, you know, I'm just drawing a comparison to Tanzania where any termination must include you know, a valid reason to be provided. So I think that's an interesting point of divergence between the local law in Nigeria and the local law in Tanzania. And, you know, on this point that you mentioned about also, you know, the, the risks that an employer bears when it may have employees that, for instance, are unvaccinated and that are carrying out certain duties kind of brings me to my next question, which I'll hand over to Jumoke, which is, can employees in Nigeria file a lawsuit or obtain an injunction against employers to prevent them from compelling employees to take the vaccine? And also, is the employer's duty to provide a safe work environment a justification for compulsory vaccination of employees in Nigeria? So interesting question, Shemaine. Thanks for that. Employees, like every citizen or resident of Nigeria, have a right to file an action in the Nigerian court whenever they believe that their rights are being threatened or infringed upon. Employees can therefore file a lawsuit and or obtain an injunction against employers to prevent compulsory vaccination, especially in a situation like we're faced with pretty much around the world where there is no law that makes taking the COVID-19 vaccination mandatory. A strong basis for an employee's action in this regard may be premised on the constitution provisions that guarantee a person's right to dignity, personal liberty, as well as freedom of thought and conscience. 
So this is one area that we've actually been advising clients on, and we see it as a possible claim that a lot of employees who are resisting the vaccination will probably be making to the courts. In Nigeria, again, we have several cases that protect the right of the citizens of this country. One case that I would like to mention is that of a medical and dental practitioners disciplinary tribunal against Okonkwa, where the Supreme Court, Nigeria's apex court, held that a person cannot be compelled to get medical treatment in Nigeria. So that creates a good basis for actions on the matter of the COVID vaccination that we envisage. Under the common law, to address the issue of the employer's obligation to create a safe workplace environment, under the common law, an employer has a duty to provide a safe working environment for its employees, failing which an action in damages may be instituted against the employer where a breach of this duty results in workplace injuries. This obligation imposed on employers provides a strong basis, we believe, for employers to take bold measures towards ensuring that the workplace is always safe for everyone. This being said, because of the medical health and safety implications and concerns regarding the COVID-19 vaccination and the fact that vaccination is not mandatory under Nigerian law, the consent of individual employees ought to be sought and obtained before a compulsory vaccination program can be implemented in the workplace. If such provisions already exist in a contract of employment, excellent, an employer has something to rely upon. But where the contract of employment is silent, then the employer must ensure that despite having this obligation to provide a safe workplace environment, to impose on its employees the obligation that they must be fully vaccinated is one that requires that they must obtain the consent of the employees before they can do that. This right of the employee is further protected by the Nigerian Data Protection Regulations of 2019. Under the NDPR, as we call it, medical information is considered to be sensitive personal data. And so what that means is that you are required to obtain consent, not only that that consent must be explicit and that consent must have been obtained without duress. So all of this must be established by an employer, even though they have this obligation to provide a safe workplace for their employees. So what this means in effect is that, yes, employees can go to court and file an action against an employer, they probably will have very good grounds to do so. An employer will have a great defense in having this obligation to provide a safe workplace by saying, this is a contagious disease, it's fatal, and we have obligations to the larger workplace. And so again, as we said earlier, we haven't seen any of this tested in the Nigerian courts, and it really will be interesting to see what the courts do and how they determine each case that comes before them. Thanks, Jamoke. That was a really insightful response that you gave to the question. And I think it gives a lot of the listeners some perspective around how this is being interpreted in Nigeria. 
Peter, moving over to you, can you shed some light on whether there are workplace practices or policies that should be implemented by employers in Nigeria to ensure the safe reopening of the workplace after a period during the pandemic where many have turned to remote working? Thank you, Shemin. Sure, there are a number of guidelines and regulations issued by the Nigerian government and perhaps the state governments as well that employers are required to implement to curb the spread of the COVID-19 virus and also to introduce health and safety protocols to ensure the safe reopening of the workplace. There is the Coronavirus Disease COVID-19 Health Protection Regulations of 2021. There is also the implementation guidelines for faced restriction of movement issued by the Presidential Stelling Committee on COVID-19. This guideline was issued on the 10th of May, 2021. And perhaps also other guidelines issued by the Nigerian Center for Disease Control, the NCDC. All of these guidelines provide regulations on options open to employers and business practices, which may be adopted and adapted to reduce the spread of the COVID-19 virus. These guidelines provide, amongst other requirements, that workplaces must enforce the no marks, no entry, temperature checks, and other health and safety policies, such as determining the optimum working capacity to ensure enough physical distancing. So what is actually recommended is at least two meters apart per person. There is also ensuring that all the necessary personal protective equipment are available and non-pharmaceutical interventions are equally observed. Also, the coronavirus disease COVID-19 Health Protection Regulation of 2021, which was mentioned earlier, makes it an offense if there is a breach of any of these safety and prevention protocols resulting upon conv conviction to a fine being imposed or imprisonment for a term of six months or a combination of both the fine and the term of imprisonment. So the 2021 regulations apply to all persons entering the premises of the workplace and makes it the responsibility of the person in charge of the workplace to ensure that the regulations are complied with. Employers are also required to comply with the safety at work procedures stipulated by the Nigerian Center for Disease Control in its guidelines for employers and businesses in Nigeria. So these guidelines were actually issued in August 2020. The NCDC guidelines set out the measures which employers and businesses should take in order to protect the health and the safety of the members of staff. The NCDC guidelines recommends that employers should take a whole lot of measures such as providing hand washing facilities, alcohol-based sanitizers, and promote thorough and frequent hand washing in the workplace, ensuring extensive temperature checks on entry into the office and business premises. It also mandates the use of non-medical face masks, covering of all staff at all times, developing physical distancing strategies within the office or business, also where members of staff have regular face-to-face -face contact with customers, ensuring that they have the necessary protective equipment to keep them safe and their health protected. It also mandates ensuring that the contact details and emergency contact details of all members of staff is kept up to date at every given time, and also ensuring that members of staff know how to spot the symptoms of COVID-19 virus 
and that they have a clear understanding what to do if they feel unwell. So these are some of the guidelines that have been provided by the NCDC. Now, with respect to how employers can adapt business practices to reduce the spread of COVID-19, the NCDC guidelines equally recommend that employers should first develop policies and practices that enable employees to work more flexibly and remotely. Employers should ensure adequate space is maintained between employees, which I've mentioned before. Where possible, businesses should provide transportation for their employees to limit their use of public transportation and equally limiting the number of visitors to the office premises. There is also the public health law of Lagos State 2015. Now, this law seeks to ensure the safety of public health and the maintenance of public hygiene in Lagos State. It provides that an occupant of either a house, a place of worship, a school, a shop, or any structure whatsoever must notify a medical officer of health where a person is suspected of suffering from an infectious disease. This law provides a penalty as failure to notify the medical officer of health attracts a penalty of one million naira. Another interesting aspect of this law is that the term person in the law is defined to include a company or an establishment. Section 59 of the Public Health Law of Lagos State 2015 further prescribes a general penalty of 500,000 naira where a corporate body commits an offense for which no penalty has been prescribed by the law. Furthermore, employers may also request employees to complete a health declaration as a condition for returning to the, to the workplace. However, such a declaration ought to be obtained with the employee's express consent. So it's important that employees' consent is sought and obtained before the declaration is put in place. In practice, many employers have ad adopted this exercise and required employees to complete an electronic questionnaire that provides an update of their health status. We are not aware of any regulation or guidelines that prevents employers from requiring employees to complete such a declaration, particularly where the consent of the employees have been procured before the declaration. Finally, employers may consider adopting a work from home or remote working policy or a combination of, of both, which is the hybrid model, either a combination of the work from home policy or a combination of both, like I've said, for employees who refuse to take the vaccine. However, this option may not be feasible for employees whose job description requires their physical presence in the workplace. Thanks, Peter. This has been a very interesting discussion with you and Jumoke this afternoon. Thank you so much for your time. If you'd like to connect with Jumoke or Peter, please click on their bios in the description of this podcast. Also, search the ELA website at ela.law, where you can sign up to receive invitations to our upcoming webinars, download white papers, and on-demand content from our online library, or access the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Shemaine Amin, and thanks for listening.